0: Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Therapy Thursday. Today we're going to be talking about fighting fair in conflicts, specifically in relationships. Now humans seem to be in conflict all the time, whether it's on a small scale with relationships and fighting, or on large scales with war. But one thing that humans have learned over our thousands of years of existence is that there should be some base acceptable ground rules upon fighting fair. Even in war, we have things like the Geneva Convention that tell us what is okay and what isn't. So even when countries are warring with each other, there's usually some worldwide mutually agreed upon ground rules that help the fighting to be a little bit less terrible than it otherwise would be. The same thing can be true with our relationships and interpersonal conflicts. If we can go into a conflict or into an argument or a fight with these base ground rules of what's acceptable and what's not, it actually goes a really long way to making the fight not last as long and actually have a productive outcome. And there are four of them specifically that I want to address today. The first one is using primarily I statements. It's really easy when we start getting into fights to start mind reading or assuming the other person's thoughts or intentions or feelings or beliefs but the plain basic simple truth is that we can never know what the other person is thinking or feeling by focusing on I statements we keep the problem focused on our feelings on what's relevant to us and we don't get caught up in arguing semantics when we say well you do this or think this or feel this and the other person gets defensive about it instead we just focus on I feel Blank. And here is just simple emotion, right? Not I feel like you are being, because then you're just turning it back onto the other person. It's I feel frustrated or I feel lonely when we aren't connecting, whatever that emotion as you keep it on I statements about what's going on for you with your feelings and your perspective. The second one is avoiding extremes in language. Words like always or never are almost never productive in arguments because if I come in and I say, well, you never help with the dishes, for example, instead of talking about the real problem, which is maybe that I'm feeling unappreciated or that I don't get enough help, instead what the other person goes to is, nope, remember that one time when I helped with the dishes? Whenever we use always or never or words like that, The other person automatically is going to become defensive and instead is going to look for the one time when that statement wasn't true as proof against what you're saying. And you miss the point of what's trying to be talked about in the first place. The actual point of the argument flies completely out of the window. The third tip is talking about one issue at a time. You need to be specific in what you're fighting about or arguing about. It can't just be this big, huge, nebulous cloud of all of the raging things that have been happening, which can be tempting to do if you have been keeping a lot of stuff inside, which is why it's important to bring stuff up as it happens. But keep it to one issue. Talk about the one specific thing you wanna talk about. Don't also bring up three months ago when this happened or that happened or your mother-in-law or whatever else. Keep it to the one thing that you wanna focus on. Otherwise, if it starts piling on with a bunch of past things and unrelated issues, it becomes a fight about the character of each other, about who they are as a person, about their full entire scope of their entire humanity and their flaws, rather than about this one specific thing that we need to work on and we need to talk about, that maybe we need some boundaries for or some communication about. So keep it to the one thing. The fourth tip is to use timeouts to your benefit. Now a timeout is a really, really important communication skill that unfortunately gets misused. So we need to be clear about what this means. A timeout is something that both you and the person you're in this argument with are both allowed to take if either of you is feeling too heated, too emotionally charged, uh, to whatever it is that you know you're not gonna be able to have a productive and compassionate conversation about this, that you take a step and you say, you know what, I am feeling really heated right now. I need to take a break. I can't talk about this. I'm I'm too exhausted. I'm too frustrated. I'm whatever it is. I'm not in an emotional place, and you own that. I'm not in an emotional place where I can talk about this right now in a productive way. This is just going to be a fight if I do it right now. But then you give something specific that you're going to do and when you're coming back. You don't just get to use this as an excuse to stonewall and say I'm too angry to talk about this right now and then you never talk about it again. You have to say, I'm feeling really heated right now. I am going to go on a walk, uh, listen to some music, do the dishes, I work out, I don't know, whatever. I am going to go do X thing to help me unwind, relax, calm down, and I will be back in X amount of time and we will continue the conversation. You have to give them a specific return time because that lets them know that you aren't avoiding the conversation, that you really want the conversation to go well, that you want to find a solution and be able to talk about it and work through it. And you're giving them the time when you're going to come back to do that. It's just that you can't do it right now. But this also means that you lay that ground rule with you and your partner. And if they decide they want to take a break, they need a timeout, you have to let them do that. Even if you want to figure it out now, you have to accept and recognize that both of you have to be in the right emotional state to be able to do this. If you can't do that, then what's maybe happening is that you're just wanting a fight. And if you're just wanting a fight and you're not allowing your partner or they're not allowing you the space to take that break, to calm down, and then come back at a specific time to resolve the issue, it might mean that what you really just want is to be angry and to fight with each other, in which case you're not gonna be solving anything to begin with. So those are just a quick rundown of only a few of the fighting fair tips that can be really, really helpful in relationships. Because when it comes right down to it, conflict is inevitable. So we have to come into relationships knowing that problems arise, fights happen, arguments happen, and that's okay. It doesn't mean anything is wrong with us or the relationship. It just means we're different people and people disagree. But when you use these steps to fight fair, the arguments can become productive and can actually bring you closer together rather than driving a wedge between you two or feeling like it has to force you apart. So that's our Therapy Thursday for today. Thanks so much for joining us. As always, send me a message if you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to request for a future episode. And with that, I will see you next week. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.